0: He truly is holy this morning. He truly is worthy to be exalted and lifted high this morning right where you are. There's no God like our God this morning. He is the one that does exceedingly abundantly what we could ever ask or think. Aren't you thankful this morning that he's been faithful to you? He's been faithful to your family. He's been faithful to this nation. We exalt the name that's above every name, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. It's a joy to be coming into your home again this morning. Thank you, Pastor Jade, for leading us in worship today. It is a joy to be able to stand here and to take just a few moments of your Sunday and to give you the good news that Jesus is still saving, still delivering, still setting free this morning we're excited to be here, we're excited to be coming into your home today to tell you that Jesus Christ is still the answer for all of humanity. So This morning right where you are, I just encourage you just to give him some praise, ever how you feel led right now, because he truly is worthy this morning, amen? Well it's exciting. To be able to come into your home, as I said just a moment ago, but it's even more exciting to let you know that next Sunday, we don't have to do it this way. While it may look a little different when you get here, we have the opportunity to be in the house of the Lord together next Sunday morning. So I invite you to come ready to worship, ready to receive from the Lord. It's not going to be as it's always been. But there is some new things taking place in the earth today, and I'm thankful, I am extremely thankful that we have the opportunity to be part of what God is doing in the earth today. Amen? I'm going to ask you to grab your Bibles this morning and go with me to Scripture. I won't keep you long today, but I do want to share with you. What the Lord has placed on my heart this morning uh for all of us. And I'm gonna take us to multiple passages of scripture. But today I want to take you to a very familiar passage, Joshua chapter number twenty-four, uh verse fourteen and fifteen is where we will start today, uh and then we will transfer over into second corinthians chapter number six. But with this thought in mind today, I I want us to go to Scripture, and I pray that we will have an ear to hear and a heart to receive what God is wanting to speak to us this morning. Uh, If the Lord would help me for a few moments today, I want to talk to you about the hour of turning. The hour of turning. We have never been here before. Uh, There is generations before us that has went through times that are similar to where we find ourselves today. But where we find ourselves today is a very unique place. And I believe that God is permitting and allowing many things to take place, as well as I believe he is orchestrating many things. And this is not just a little dash on the On the barometer so to speak but God is changing lots of things in this very moment of time and I want us to understand that that requires you and I to make decisions and we have to ask ourselves this morning on whose report we will believe yes but also we have to choose who we're going to be as men and women So I'm taking us back in history and most of you are familiar probably with a man by the name of Joshua. He served under Moses. But after Moses passed away, the Lord began to speak to Joshua in chapter number one. He said, I want you to be strong and very courageous. I want you to lead this body of people into the place of their inheritance. And you can walk through the life of Joshua and you will get to... The latter part of his life he's nearing death and uh, he has completed his course, uh, so to speak, but we find that he calls all of Israel together and he begins to speak to them in these two passages of scripture that I'm going to give you today. It says, now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. And if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your father served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord." I asked this question this morning to you as well as I've asked it to myself in recent days. Who am I really serving? Am I really following after the things of God? You see, today we have been so involved in a world that is really able to be described as a rat race. We're running here and there, going every direction. And sometimes we lose our focus, we lose our way. But we get infiltrated with so many things. But today we find ourselves as a nation with simply having the pause button hit where life as we have known it has been turned upside down. Many things have come to, see it, uh, to a place of ceasing. Many things are no longer a priority And it is very easy for us as men and women to go back to what we've always done if we're not careful. But I believe God is calling us to a place uh, of turning. I believe God is wanting us to self-examine and he's wanting us to look inward, not necessarily outward and say, what is inside of me uh, that needs to change during this issue that we currently find ourselves in? I want to begin this morning by simply saying this, I sense in my spirit that the Church of Jesus Christ uh, has arrived at a crossroads and it is an hour of decision. The decisions that we make in this moment is going to dramatically affect us as individuals as well as our families, our community, as well as the nations of the world. We find ourselves in a place where this question must be asked this morning. Will we become people who separate themselves for the cause of Christ and for the advancing of the kingdom? Much like the children of Israel in the days of Elijah, we are being presented with a question. First first Kings chapter number 18, verse number 21, It says this, And Elijah came unto all the people and said, How long halt ye between two opinions? If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. You and I today must realize that this is a time of decision. The approach of recent years of mingling with that which the world has offered has brought us to a place of spiritual death, powerless lives, and poisoned minds, which really has brought the church into a place where they have a form of godliness, but deny the power thereof. In recent years, we have had pews full of victims instead of victors. This should never be, my friend. The price of separation, it pales in comparison to the reward that separation brings to humanity. Paul in his writing to the church at Corinth in 2 Corinthians chapter number 6, beginning in verse number 14 through 18, we find these words that I want to share with you this morning. It says, Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and what communion hath light with darkness, and what concord hath Christ with Bella? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For you are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty." To be unequal means to simply be badly balanced or to be badly matched, to be inadequate and insufficient. I believe that if we was honest this morning, in recent years, the church in America and other places around the globe, we have been unequally yoked with things that is not pleasing to God. And therefore, we have been badly balanced, meaning this, we have been inadequate and insufficient, meaning this, that people have come into our doors and they left the same way they came because all we had to offer was a song and a message. We didn't have the anointing, we didn't have the power, we didn't have the presence of God to change lives uh, that would bring a transformation for the glory of God. When we become involved in the things of the world, we become so badly balanced uh, that we become insufficient and therefore we are not able to fulfill our purpose. Therefore, Paul writes in verse number 17, Come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And notice it says, he says, he goes on to say, touch not the unclean thing if you was to go to Galatians chapter 2 verse number 20 through 23 you would find these words wherefore if you be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world why as though living in the world are you subject to the ordinance touch not taste not handle not which all are to perish with the using after the commandments of the doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom in will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh notice today we are in a place where we are going to have to become willing to be that which God has called us to be to be separate simply means this to cease to be together or to come to a place of disconnect uh, to touch means uh, or to touch not means to restrain uh, from touching or being in contact uh, we are in a place today where we as the church uh, cannot afford to go back to what we were can I tell you yes we're going to come back into the house of the Lord next Sunday Lord willing but we cannot afford to come back to this house uh, and just sing a song uh, and take an offering uh, and hear a message then go back out and do the things that we've always done uh, but there has to be a coming in where our hearts are turned towards him uh, this is an hour of turning uh, we are got to get to a place where we begin to worship him in spirit uh, and in truth uh, we have to give beyond the fact that we're here to look at a man or or to look at a woman or to follow a revelation that someone has brought. Uh, But we have to come back to where our focus is completely upon Jesus Christ and that we follow after him uh, with everything that is in us. Uh, We have to be the ones that come out uh, and be separate, Uh, meaning this, that we got to walk as peculiar people. Uh, Not only uh, will he receive us. uh, that he will be a father to us. If you was to read Exodus 29 and 45, you would find these words. And he said, and I will dwell among the children of Israel, and I will be their God. And they shall know that I am the Lord their God that brought them forth out of the land of Egypt, that I may dwell among them. I am the Lord their God. God. Uh, can I tell you this morning, uh, every one of us uh, has been rescued uh, from an Egypt. Uh, every one of us uh, has been rescued uh, from a place of sin. Uh, it wasn't by any good deed that we did, uh, it was not because a preacher prayed for us uh, or somebody song, uh, sung a song to us. Uh, but we have been redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, uh, and He calls us uh, to be separated from the world. Uh, Notice if you was to read a little further in 2 Corinthians uh, and flip into chapter number 7, verse number 1, he says, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved... Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit perfecting holiness in the fear of the Lord. Can I tell you, we should be striving to be more like Christ than we've ever been. To remain among the world and to do what the world is doing and to satisfy the desires of the flesh is to decide to be powerless and of no value to the kingdom. But when one makes the decision to separate uh, and to follow after God, uh, they are decided to become world changers uh, and king's kids. Uh, can I tell you this morning, uh, we have multiple examples throughout scripture uh, of men and women uh, that chose uh, to live a separated life. Uh, let me give you just a few of them this morning. Uh, we find that Moses on the backside of the desert uh, had an encounter with the burning bush uh, and all of a sudden there was a voice that said, uh, take your shoes off, Uh, you're on holy ground. Uh, And because of his decision to follow after God and the assignment of that day, uh, he led uh, Israel uh, out of bondage. Uh, We find that Joshua, who we mentioned at the beginning of our time together this morning, uh, he chose uh, to follow after God and live a separated life. uh, And God used him to lead the children of Israel uh, into the place of their inheritance. Uh, Elijah, the prophet of God that we read of throughout Old Testament scripture, uh, he walked with such a power and anointing uh, that he prayed fire down from heaven uh, and ravens brought him food in the morning uh, and in the evening. Uh, And even then after the brook dried up, uh, there was a woman down at Zarephath uh, that God used to feed him uh, and to sustain him. Uh, We find that after that, uh, we also find that there was one by the name of Elijah. Elisha, who left the oxen uh, and said, I'll follow after the things of God. Uh, Because of choosing to live a separated life, uh, he was able to pick up the mantle of Elijah uh, and he was able to smite the waters of Jordan uh, and he crossed on dry ground. Uh, Also, he was able to heal the waters uh, in a little bit later date. Uh, Can I tell you this? Uh, There was also one by the name of Daniel. Uh, He said, I'm not going to partake of the things that they're offering us. Uh, but I'm just going to be separated. Uh, And because of living a separated life, uh, when he found himself been lowered down into a den of lions, uh, the next morning when the king come asking about his welfare, uh, he said, rest easy uh, because my God uh, has delivered me. Uh, We could also talk about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. uh, When they said, uh, we're not careful to answer thee, O king. Uh, We're not going to bow. Uh, We know there's a fiery furnace over there, uh, but we are not fearful of that uh, because we know that our God is able uh, to deliver us uh, if he so chooses. Uh, We know the story very well we find uh, that the mightiest men uh, as they went to throw them into the flames uh, they fell down uh, they lost their life uh, but the king looked over the balcony uh, and said did we not cast three men into the fire why is there a fourth and he is as the son of God Uh, can I tell you when men and women live a separated life uh, they are never alone uh, but they began to walk with the anointing, and the power and the presence of God Uh, David just a little shepherd boy uh, out in the field tending his father's sheep. Uh, One day uh, was simply asked by his father, uh, go check on your brethren. Uh, But he became a giant slayer that day uh, because he lived a separated life. Uh, Solomon, uh, he was able to be uh, the one that was able to build the temple of God, a dwelling place. Uh, He was one uh, that after it was built, uh, he was able to bring in the Ark of the Covenant and put it in the oracle of the house. Uh, and because of living a separated life and following after the things of God uh, when the when the priest pulled out the staffs uh, of that Ark of the Covenant it was sitting there uh, all of a sudden the glory of the Lord came uh, where the priest was not even able to stand but they laid face first uh, in the presence of Almighty God. Uh, Peter, the one uh, that was able to walk on water uh, but also the one that denied Jesus uh, at the day of Pentecost uh, Because that he lived a separated life after repentance, we find that he stood on Pentecost and he preached and 3,000 got saved. Can I give you just a couple more? John, even though they put him in a kettle full of boiling oil, he could not die because he lived a separated life. Paul got himself in a place where he was snake bit by a viper. Uh, Men said oh he must have did some really evil things Uh, but he took that uh, and he shook it off in the fire uh, and it brought him no harm. Uh, What am I saying this morning uh, is that throughout generations uh, there has been men and women uh, that made the decision to turn from the world uh, and to turn towards Jesus Uh, and when they did uh, the glory of God and the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit uh, was present in their life uh, and therefore uh, they was able to walk and operate in a realm that most uh, never really understand uh, can I tell you this morning in my spirit uh, there is a call and there is an urgent call uh, for the church of this hour uh, to begin to turn their face towards God. Uh, God is about to do something in the earth today uh, that's about to shake uh, the very foundations of everything uh, that man has put its hand to uh, but the of Of Jesus Christ, uh, it's not going to suffer harm, uh, it's not going to suffer loss, uh, but the church is about to be induced uh, with the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit of God uh, in such a manner uh, that the glory of the Lord is going to fill the house again uh, this morning. While we may not be in the same building uh, I pray that you can feel the same anointing that I feel in this sanctuary today. Uh, God is not telling us to separate uh, to keep us from missing out on something uh, but he's calling us to a place of separation uh, so that we can experience more uh, than we ever have. Uh, He wants to take our lack and turn it into abundance. Uh, He wants you to take your religious form uh, and turn it into an encounter with the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, Please hear me this morning. uh, If you continue to mingle with the things of the world uh, and you continue to follow after the things of the world, uh, you will continue to experience defeat and death. uh, But when you begin to turn your face towards God uh, in this hour of turning, uh, there is going to be the hand of favor. uh, There is going to be the hand of fresh anointing uh, and fresh fire uh, and fresh baptism uh, that's going to come and touch you uh, and your family and your community and the nation's of the world. Uh, This morning uh, we have to understand uh, that those that he loves he does chasten at times Uh, and we know that we don't like going through those seasons Uh, but please hear me. Uh, There is some things that's changing. Uh, We are not going back to some things uh, as they were. Uh, God loves us too much to leave us in the pathetic condition that we was in uh, before all of this started just a few months ago Uh, but can I tell you uh, if If you begin to follow after the things of the world, uh, then there is death and demise in your future. Uh, But when you begin to turn your face towards God, uh, there is about to be an abundant favor uh, that comes by the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, The world isn't going to understand what's going to happen uh, in the weeks and months to come. Uh, They're going to uh, scratch their head uh, and say it makes no sense. Uh, But can I tell you today, uh, God's about to bring promotion to Him? his house in such a manner where men and women are going to be given positions and places of authority to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. We are about to put on the final things that's needed for the church before he comes and receives his bride unto himself. There is about to be an aroma placed upon the body of Christ that we have never heard or smelled before. There's about to be a garment of holiness brought back uh, that we have not seen in years. Uh, there is about to be my friend uh, something shake this nation uh, as well as the nations of the world uh, can I tell you what it is this morning uh, it is the presence and the power uh, of the most high God. Uh, that's why my call and my plea this morning uh, to you uh, is to turn towards him. Uh, don't be satisfied this morning uh, with just the fact that well I pray a prayer and I'm on my way to heaven no. Listen, you got to get to a place where you begin to hunger and thirst after the things of God. Listen, my friend, the more I seek him, the more I fall in love with him, and the more that I love him, the sweeter he grows. This morning, right where you are, listen, God's desiring to do a new work in your life. He's desiring to pour out upon you. He wants your family to be saved. Uh, he wants your community to be changed Uh, he wants this nation to glorify him Uh, but it all begins when each one of us uh, looks in the mirror uh, and says God with your help and by your grace uh, I'm going to turn uh, my face towards you Uh, and that happens uh, when we begin to pray the prayer uh, of of repentance Uh, when we say God forgive me uh, for my complacency Uh, forgive me for my shortcomings Uh, forgive Forgive me uh, for just going through the motions, uh, but God, in this moment, uh, I'm turning my face towards you, uh, and I'm asking you, uh, Lord, to give me uh, that which you have. Uh, I'm reminded this morning in Scripture uh, of a story that you are very familiar with probably uh, in Luke chapter number 15. We find that a man had two sons. Uh, the younger son uh, said, give me that which is mine. Uh, he left in a few days and he wasted uh, everything that his father gave him uh, with riotous living. Uh, but it says when he came to himself, uh, when he would have ate what the swines was eating, uh, he then said, isn't there more than enough uh, in my father's house? Uh, and we find that he began to have a heart of repentance. Uh, and when he did, uh, he began to walk back towards the house of the father and in that passage of scripture it says that when he was yet a great way off the father ran to him fell on his neck and kissed him and he told his servant to bring forth the best robe and put it on him, put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and killed the fatted calf. He said because my son that was lost now is found the one that is dead is now alive what he was saying is that this. Uh, just when the heart began to turn, uh, he began to look for him and he was anxiously awaiting for his arrival. Uh, can I tell you as we turn our hearts back towards God uh, I believe this uh, that he's going to begin to run towards his people uh, and there's a garment he's about to put on you. Uh, there's a ring of authority he's about to give you uh, and there is a proclamation. Uh, there's a celebration uh, that's about to take place because uh, because why Uh, is because uh, the church uh, is turning their hearts back towards him. Uh, So I wanna encourage you this morning, uh, right where you are, uh, don't you be disheartened. Uh, Don't you be discouraged. Uh, Don't you let anxiety come and tell you, uh, oh, uh, it's not the same. Thank the Lord it's not the same. But we're about to step into a place of greater anointing. We're about to step into the more of God. There's about to be a fatted calf killed. And there's about to be a reclothing of the children. Listen, the sound of mourning is about to give way to a sound of celebration. Because there's some prodigals that's about to come home in this season. There's some people that's about to stand and proclaim the things of God that you thought never would. But in this moment of time, as the church begins to turn and begins to cry out to him, he's going to run to where we are and he is going to bless us with the greater anointing and an outpouring of Holy Spirit. But we've got to make the choice to live a separated life. Don't you take this for granted this morning. But know this, God never has has accepted sin he's not accepted it for any other generation and he won't accept it with you and me but he says if my people will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways then will I hear from heaven and I will heal their land there is a healing that God's about to bring to the church there's a healing that God's about to bring to different parts of the globe because men and women are turning towards him The question I ask to you this morning, uh, will you be one uh, in this moment of time uh, to turn your face towards him? I pray this morning that you are. I pray this morning that you are right where you are, would simply just say, God, this is the hour of turning for me. Let us not go back to where we was, but let us press towards that which God has. Because in Him is victory, not just in the present, but forevermore. This morning, please hear the word of the Lord. He will draw nigh to them that draw nigh to Him. So I encourage you today to take a moment right where you are and to simply... Say, God, today is the day that I surrender my all to you. And as you do that, my friend, maybe you're watching us today. Maybe you're not currently serving the Lord. Maybe you've walked away from the things of God. Right where you are this morning, you don't have to be in a church building. But right where you are, you just have to turn your heart towards Him. And as you're watching us this morning, I pray that the Holy Spirit of God... Would touch your heart right where you are I want you to know this this morning you are loved you are valuable God is desiring to do a new work in you he's not looking at your past failures but he's looking at you with eyes full of love saying come unto me all ye that are heavy laden and I will give you rest this morning God is simply saying I'll give you rest I'll give you rest if you'll just turn towards me. And as we rest in him, there is anointing, there is edification, and there's impartation that he has for the church of Jesus Christ in this moment of time. And we are getting ready to emerge with beauty and power in the days ahead. This morning, I want to pray with you right where you are. Will you join me? Dear Heavenly Father, right now, I thank you for the privilege to come into the homes of these men and women all across this nation as well as minister to our church family today. Lord, I pray right now that you would help us to turn towards you. That we would self-examine. And Lord, that you would by your ability and your power bring revelation to the things in our lives that needs to be maybe removed. And Father, by your help And by your grace, by your strength, we'll remove them because we want more of you. Father, those that are watching today that may be not currently serving you, Father, I pray right now as they would just simply say, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. And as they ask you to be Lord of their life, I pray right now that there would just be a cleansing, that there would just be a release come to them. And Father, I pray that the ministering power of the Holy Spirit would undergird them and wrap your arms of love around them even as this moment, Lord, that they could just feel your love and your presence. Lord, as we get ready to make a return to your house as a corporate body of people, Lord, I pray that there would be no hindrance but that there would be an open and preparedness of every one of our lives that when we walk in that there would just be a A supernatural work brought in the lives of all of us where we could go from this house and houses of worship just like this into the highways and byways and compel people to come in where there would be a harvest of souls across the globe. Lord, I pray today for every family. I pray for every individual. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen them. I pray that you would go before them. I pray that you would lead them, guide them, and direct them in all that they do this week. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. God bless you this morning. We love you. We're praying for you. We have truly, truly missed you. We say thank you for your continued love and your support through all of the stuff that's been going on. And we are excited to be able to see you next Lord's Day, May the 10th, right here in the house of the Lord. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you soon. Have a great week. Keep going with God. Bye-bye.